Hello and welcome to the reading room. My name is Rose, or Floaty Explody on Twitter, and today I will be reading Chapter 4 of Craigslist Girlfriend by Kostrico. This fic is rated M for mature. For additional tags, see the AO3 link in the description. Over the next two and a half years, they spent countless days and nights together cramming for tests, eating takeout, laughing at the dumb shows she insisted they watch, and occasionally dominating at beer pong when their friend groups came together to distress. After all this time, Kotsky could finally admit out loud that Ochiko was his friend. She was actually one of his best friends, after Kurishima, whose only advantage was time. Kotsky's mother had given him a hard time when he told her that he and Ochiko made more sense as friends, but it was worth it to keep her in his life, and Mitsuki was placated as she visited the house often. These visits usually included at least one attempt by Mitsuki to persuade Ochiko to date her son again. In the course of her friendship, Kotsky helped Ochiko pass her classes, and she helped him temper his anger and come out of his shell. She became his closest confidant, and no one read him quite as well as Ochiko. She knew when his Baku rage was building, and even more impressively knew how to bring him out of it. She seemed to have a bottomless pit of patience for his brusque attitude, but never failed to challenge him when he was truly being the thick-headed asshole others knew him to be. Calling her Uraraka never felt quite comfortable, but rather than embarrass her with the personal address of her first name, he had resorted to calling her Cheeks in public. It had come to him on a whim that night of the gala, but somehow stuck. It also helped that his favorite features of hers was her round, pink cheeks that were so quick to blush at his teasing. Ochiko maintained her own friend group, but had infiltrated his as well. At least once a week, she would join them for whatever shenanigans those idiots had planned. The group never said it out loud, but they came to expect that whenever she was coming, Kotsky would be as well. They all loved her, just like everyone who met her did. She had a magnetic pull that was impossible to resist. Welcoming her into his group meant frequent jokes from the others about how they had met. The gang never let him forget that they were responsible for what became a beautiful friendship and a reliable, yearly platonic date to his parents' gala. His friends acted like they had to go through the horror of meeting a stranger from Craigslist. Graduation was quickly approaching, and their last round of finals was behind them. Kotsky had a job waiting for him as soon as his diploma was posted, and he finally felt like he could relax for the first time in four years. His friends gathered at his apartment for a last night of college drinking, with Ochiko arriving late after dinner with her friends. Before he knew it, they were the only two left. Ashido had dragged a nearly comatose Kurishima out, with plans to take him back to their apartment. Kaminari had left to meet up with his girlfriend, while Saro left to meet up with a hot guy from Tinder. As he and Ochiko finished the last of the cheap beer, he thought back to how their friendship had started in the first place. He laughed now, thinking of how nervous he had been then. Seeing her raise an eyebrow in question, he continued to chuckle as he explained himself. I can't believe your stupid plan for a free holiday meal and my inability to back down from a dare led to this. The sound of her own lilting laughter filled the room. It's been a wild ride, hasn't it? Thank goodness you responded, though I still haven't counted you out as being a serial killer. Why else would a computer science major be so good at chemistry? 
if not to know how to dispose of bodies. A warm sensation in his stomach caused by the alcohol must have fueled his courage as he asked, Can I tell you a secret? He thought he would have been more anxious at his impending confession, but apparently he was drunker than he thought. Oh God, you are a serial killer? Does that make me an accomplice? I don't think I can stomach the disposal of a body, but I am your person so long as you don't mind throw up and retching, she exclaimed, already looking queasy at the thought of it all. No, it's not that. He snorted, amused by her reaction. It's about when we first met. I started having feelings for you. When we danced that night at the gala, I wanted to kiss you. He was met with a silence that he had never experienced with her. He raised his eyes from the bottle to see a wide-eyed stare fixed intently on him. He began to feel growing panic as he rushed out. Sorry, I shouldn't have said anything. I know you were only looking for a platonic date that night, and you've actually become one of my best friends I've ever had. Plus, I didn't think we'd ever be compatible, given how different we are. He laughed awkwardly then, hoping and praying he could salvage their friendship from the wreckage of his drunk confession. Her continued silence only added to his discomfort. She was never at this much of a loss for words. In a desperate, last attempt... He poked her cheek, which seemed to do the trick in snapping her out of her daze. She dropped her gaze, laughing shyly. You weren't out of line, Kotsky. I'm sorry I spaced. I was just stunned because I actually had a crush on you, too. But since you said you only wanted a fake girlfriend and you seemed so focused on school, I didn't want to make things weird. It was his turn to be silent, completely void of expression. In reality... His insides were melting. It was as if an explosion in his brain had lit a fire that quickly traveled through his veins to every inch of his being. His mind was in overdrive, trying to make sense of what she had just shared. It took every bit of strength he had to cough out a response. Had? As in, past tense. He pressed, seeking clarification. Her blush deepened, but she held his gaze steadily. She rubbed the back of her neck as she spoke again. Well, I still kind of do. I tried to push them down because our friendship was so important to me. You know I've dated other people since we've met. None of them worked out. Because they weren't you. But I also know what you mean about how we don't seem compatible. We're so opposite. Still, no one else really gets me the way you do or supports me and believes in me with the same amount of unshakable certainty that you have in my future success. Forget what I said. I know nothing. The ever-wise and vague they say opposites attract. He responded smoothly, silently thanking whatever god was out there that his brain was starting to clear. He couldn't, wouldn't mess this up again. We actually complement each other pretty well, like the sun and moon. Fundamentally different, but perfectly suited for one another. I know we're about to graduate, but what do you say to giving this a shot? He finished, hoping that the vulnerability wasn't evident. I'd like that, she agreed quickly before adding, maybe later on Friday night, after you celebrate graduation with your family? Kotsky's heart soared with joy at her response. Their first real date was a success. Not that he had expected otherwise. Being with her was effortless. 
After graduation celebrations were over, he borrowed Karishima's truck and drove her to an overlook on the outskirts of the city, with a clear view of the night sky. They spent the whole night laying in the truck bed, holding hands and talking about their future before she fell asleep wrapped in his arms. As he breathed in the faint smell of lavender in her hair, he reflected on just how lucky he was. He kissed her for the first time the next morning when he dropped her off at her apartment, with all the softness and care that he could convey. More than anything, he respected her and didn't want to rush or make her feel uncomfortable. It was Ochiko who impatiently deepened the kiss, sucking on his lip and moaning into his mouth. She pulled him into the apartment with her, and he willingly followed. She jumped into his arms, her legs settling around his waist as his tongue prodded her mouth and met hers. For the second time in twenty-four hours, he found himself wrapped around her, this time in the comfort of her bed, and in a way that connected them in the most intimate way. She kissed him goodbye hours later, and called him as soon as he drove away, asking when their next date would be. After seeing each other every single night for the rest of the week, he asked her to be his girlfriend. For real, this time. With a bright smile and enthusiastic nod, she wrapped her arms around his neck and kissed him as he gripped her tightly and vowed to never let go. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this reading, please use the AO3 link in the description to give the author a well-deserved kudos and comment. Also, don't hesitate to message us on Twitter with your requests for fix to be read.